Walk the Talk podcast series, a very special short series as part of the DEI discussions. Through tangible action and clear follow-up, we are here to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, I am super excited because I have Felicitas Koulibaly, Senior Manager, Digital Sales, EMEA at Mambu joining me. Mambu is the only true SaaS cloud banking platform. They work with all sorts of financial institutions to help them build modern digital financial products faster, securely and more cost efficiently. Felicitas has worked in sales and as she takes on more and more challenges, she is affecting more of this industry positively. She walks the talk for driving forward inclusion in the workplace and is here to give us all some more insights. Felicitas, welcome back. To oh, the thank you for having me. It's great yeah. to be here um, in person. So, yeah, super happy to do this second podcast in person because the first one was over Zoom. So just for people um, that maybe didn't catch up with the first podcast, tell us a little bit about Mambu, your role, but also there's a bit of a role change um, and yeah. uh, more responsibility that I'd love to Yeah, absolutely. So I joined Mambu back in June. I want to say, what, where are we now? 2022? Gosh, oh. it's hard to catch up, actually. <laughs> yeah. I think in my head it's still 2020 because it's just been such a weird couple of yeah. years. But yes, so I joined in 2021 in June as the Global Head of Inside Sales. And I was sort of the first in the role to bring inside sales and what you would potentially call business development and other businesses forward for Mambu. And I joined there because firstly, I really saw the potential of the business. As you said, we're really the only true cloud native core banking platform out there but also absolutely love what the company stands for culturally I and mean, we'll probably cover that in a little bit and yeah I've, I've got such a big passion for sales and, and inside sales in particular so um, yeah started the the team from scratch there built the strategy built the momentum really and then you know Mambu has had, had a series of funding round we've done really well valuation has gone up to over I think just over five billion if I'm correct so a lot of change has come with that but a lot of positive change which has essentially resulted in the inside sales team being expanded um, and the roles all changing. So I've now taken on the role of a digital sales senior manager and look after the EMEA team, which is super exciting. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, so you. you join and what, nine months later, you've created a whole bigger family for the Mambu team, which is just great. Yeah. Um, now, something I know you're really active in, really passionate about is around the DEI work that you do. Now, just to shout out in our most recent Harrington Star magazine, we did some awards and you were voted highly commended for all your DEI work. I wanted you to share some of that with us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just at Mambu even, when I joined, I recognised that there was already such a focus on diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, we've got one of the co-founders who looks after that very actively. We also have one of the sort of most early members of Mambu who looks after our sustainability side. So both very hot topics at the moment and very, very important topics. So hopefully they're not just trend. But yeah, so joined in there, you know, relatively actively from the beginning put my put my hand up and said I want to get involved and it starts with really you know I'm a hiring manager and I've been a hiring manager for the past few years really in all the roles that I've had and really challenging how we hire and what the talent is that we look at from the beginning one of the previous firms that I worked at had quite a big focus on schools and you know where people would have gone to school or university mm. which is I think a very 
British approach anyway. Mm. And that was something that I challenged from the get-go. At Mambu, that's not really something we're looking at. We've got a really good talent acquisition team that is super focused on that. It's actually quite a diverse team, um, I have to say, in terms of backgrounds. And they're super helpful guiding us on the different hiring managers that we have really to make some smart decisions. But, you know, that's just one aspect. And it's also about retention and making sure that people feel welcome and at home. And I think by the time that this is going to air, it's probably okay to say that I just found out today that'll be one of the cultural ambassadors um, at Mambu as well. So um, for one of the offices, yeah, which is going to be great. And again, big focus on DEI, but also sustainability and really, yeah. you know, making Mambu a really nice place to work at for everyone. Hence, again, for the cultural ambassadors, they've really looked into, you know, who are the people who are already there, that when someone new joins, whatever their background is, may that be race, side, gender, disability, all of these mm. things that they feel represented. Also, someone who could potentially join in, in an interview. So I've done that a couple of times now where we just didn't have enough women present. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to interview for a sales role um so one of uh, the other female sales managers that we have and myself we joined because it was just a completely male team that they were interviewing for that particular candidate so yeah and we ended up hiring her because she was actually really happy to well, speak to us it's really important isn't it for yeah. that representation um, mm. on interview panels like we say it but not enough people walk that talk and i know that you do it's really good that you're mentioning all of this because my next question was going to be around your work with people and people's strategy but you know just the pure fact that you know you can announce today that you are now a cultural ambassador you've spoken about so many brilliant things in there like I love the piece that you just said around retaining talent and looking after people because I think that word staff retention it can be almost like non-emotional you know like it's transactional we just want to keep people but actually the way you've described it it's about safe spaces investing in people and yeah. really understanding what that culture looks like and how you can nurture it. Yeah. Um, so it'd be great to hear a bit more on what your plans around that will be. Oh, man. I mean, so I will get a full-on briefing by Mambu. I love how organised they are about this. Um, you know, we've had the cultural ambassador programme for a while and I had a really lovely cultural ambassador who, when I joined, gave me the full-on introduction and, um, yeah, they, they take you out for drinks and all of that fun stuff. But I think there'll be a lot of aspects that, I'm probably not thinking about myself at the moment that hopefully they have thought about and um, are lining up for for all of the ambassadors that are going to join. Mm. But personally, I I think particularly in the sales profession, it can be such a bullish environment and then sales in tech on top of that can be even worse sometimes. I can only really draw from my personal experience, but I always want to make sure that at least where I can influence it, that people in my team feel heard and that they're not afraid to come forward and say, you know, this is how I feel. This isn't really working for me. Can you help me with this? And that it's there's no space for shame or, or fear or anything like that. Because I've, to be honest, most of the roles that I've had, I've had the privilege of having really, really good leaders. I always like to say that instead of managers who've paved the way for me to hopefully be equally as good as a leader mm. for my team, make them feel comfortable make them feel safe really and ensure their success because that's really what it comes down to right because we are at the end of the day we're a sales company we need to make some numbers bring in some revenue and how is that going to work if the people that are working for you aren't happy healthy feeling secure all of that yeah yeah and I really love what you're saying there about feeling hurt Mm. because 
from a recruitment point of view, when people are moving on, what is the thing we hear all the time? They don't feel heard or they don't feel like they can speak. Yeah. Um, so everything you said And they there, leave managers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, most of the time. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but I think it's sort of 85 or 89% of the time people leave because their manager is absolutely mm. terrible. And I hope I'm never that person. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how you could be because you're always constantly looking to get better. So it's great to hear and it's great to hear all the things that you're sharing because I think our listenership can can learn from what you're saying because it's tangible things that you're sharing. Mm. Now, speaking on inclusion, you've said to me, we've had lots of conversations around this, about yeah. how people can often get lost in linguistic and that yeah. holds us back from getting better and learning. Can you just share what you mean by that with your audience? Yeah, I think it's just a trend that I've noticed, particularly when you spend some time on LinkedIn. Let's just say, for example, a company announces we have now hired a first, let's say, black female chief revenue officer, something like that. I've seen that a million times, though, which is actually great because that means we've seen some change. What often happens then in the comment section, which you know my other half always says to me, don't spend time in the comment section. It's just full of vile, <laughs> yeah. terrible things. And he's absolutely right. But it's still, I sometimes think it's such an important case study of our society. Anyway, so when you go into the comment section of one of these announcements, you'll often see people saying, why are we saying this? Why is it still important to mention her race? Why is it still important to mention her gender? And then if you flip it on its head and it's maybe, you know, um, another person with a different type of background and you mention that, then it still, it still isn't good enough for, for most people. And then the arguments start and you can see that most people actually don't necessarily care about the why we're doing it. They just don't like the way that we're speaking about it because it makes them uncomfortable. And then the arguments start and they can go even deeper into this is how you should say this particular thing. And then the people on the receiving end, so whatever your diverse background may be, they can then also get really defensive and say, no, this is exactly how I want to be addressed and you can't address me in, a, in another way. And I think we've, as a society at large, and it doesn't matter where you look in the world, we've come to this place where we're constantly just arguing and we're not really hearing each other out in terms of mm. you know, this is my position and even if you disagree which I find is probably the hardest thing to really get over as a person who, can, who kind of loves, loves a debate even if you disagree just just let it be that's absolutely fine so if you disagree with the fact that you know someone's race and gender is mentioned in them being announced for a fantastic role fine but it doesn't really impact your day and if you disagree with the fact that someone doesn't agree with that fine as well just you know walk away mm. I think the where, where we're going to land on with this debate is not necessarily that we all see eye to eye but hopefully that we can move towards a direction where we can at least cohabit this space mm. I find it personally quite frustrating when you know people get so hung up about the what not really the why and mm. that's really where we should be focusing yeah that's on. really powerful because when we've spoken about this before you've mentioned that like where's the dialogue mm. like it's just aggressive and yeah. like cancel culture I think you mentioned yeah. rather than like let's let's listen to learn yeah. um and I think that that really that really can can dry up but I agree with your other half like the comment sections <laughs> can be really aggravating Terrible. I tend to tend to steer clear from them I'm not very good with trolls either Mm, Um, if I've got the chance to delete their comment (laughs) well it amazes me though I don't know if this is off topic off topic but um on LinkedIn everyone can see who you work for like some people leave some comments I'm genuinely shocked at the 
like the way that they phrase them because I'm thinking someone could report you for this and you you could potentially lose your job for saying something mm. that offensive like be careful just like mm. shout out to anyone even comments yeah. on LinkedIn yeah, we totally. see where you work yeah. <laughs> but you know let's bring back that dialogue let's yeah. actually talk to one another yeah, yeah. and I, I really appreciate what you're saying there because what what really is the, the you know the foundation of you and your growth as a manager and how you want people to be heard is this fact that you know, you, you encourage that dialogue. Yeah. You, you may not agree with it, but it's encouraged. And yeah. I think that's a really great starting point. And it takes me quite nicely to my last question. Now, I asked you this in our first podcast. I'm going to ask it again because this podcast is all about igniting change, mm. encouraging people to say, right, I am going to go and do this. I believe that inclusion is a movement and yeah. we've got to recruit people to that movement. So my final question is <laughs> what would be your call to action with regards to what more any one of us should be doing for genuine, authentic workplace inclusion? Mm. Do you know what? I think there's so much noise out there at the moment when it comes to this conversation. I think it would be really beneficial for everyone to take a step back and actually do a bit of a self-assessment of like, what do I really know and what do I really care about? And what is my workplace actually doing? Where can I get involved? Which is probably the easiest way to start. But essentially, sometimes with with social media and potentially you know really stressful jobs that people have, particularly in the city, you can feel a little bit overwhelmed. And, and I completely feel that because I think it's a lot to catch up with. So, you know, take a step back, assess where you are personally on that journey and be really honest with yourself and then start reaching out because this whole movement doesn't really work when people try to do it in an insular way. I'm pretty sure there's someone in your network that you can speak to and who's already involved in this stuff or, you know, you can just go through LinkedIn, you'll find someone and, you know, join join a local group or join some sort of activity, get involved if your work is doing something. It's International Women's Month this month. You know, you can talk to some ladies, <laughs> do yeah. something in that direction. Learn and listen. Learn and, and listen. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> listen to all of the yeah. podcasts from Harrington Star. There you go. That's, <laughs> yeah. some, that's some work you can do. But I think it's not very complicated. I think we like to make it complicated and then people look at this as this this hill that they'll never be able to climb. But really, actually, it's very straightforward. It's just, first of all, don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be mean. Talk to people, listen to their stories and just start that dialogue. Because quite honestly, I think a lot of our problems would be solved if we were talking to each other. I mean, I think we shouldn't underestimate the, the power of that and how much we can change if we actually speak to each other. Yeah, and I think that is super, super powerful because for this special Walk the Talk podcast series, we're actually saying talk, mm. but talk properly. Yeah. Like, let's really listen, let's really understand one another before we jump to any conclusions. And all the actions that you put into place every single day in your work life, in your home life, who you are within the industry, it's just fantastic to hear because it's all things that we can implement ourselves to get better so thank you for joining us on this special walk the talk series oh my pleasure thank you for having me <laughs>